Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give everyone ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 11, beginning in verse 1. Dishonest scales are an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. When pride comes, then comes shame, but with the humble is wisdom. The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. The righteousness of the blameless will direct his way aright, but the wicked will fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright will deliver them, but the unfaithful will be caught by their lust. When a wicked man dies, his expectation will perish, and the hope of the unjust perishes. The righteous is delivered from trouble, and it comes to the wicked instead. The hypocrite with his mouth destroys his neighbor, but through knowledge the righteous will be delivered. When it goes well with the righteous, the city rejoices, and when the wicked perish, there is jubilation. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He who is devoid of wisdom despises his neighbor, but a man of understanding holds his peace. A talebearer reveals secrets, but he who is of a faithful spirit conceals a matter. Where there is no counsel, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors there is safety. He who is surety for a stranger will suffer, but one who hates being surety is secure. A gracious woman retains honor, but ruthless men retain riches. The merciful man does good for his own soul, but he who is cruel troubles his own flesh. The wicked man does deceptive work, but he who sows righteousness will have a sure reward. As righteousness leads to life, so he who pursues evil pursues it to his own death. Those who are of a perverse heart are an abomination to the Lord, but the blameless in their ways are his delight. Though they join forces, the wicked will not go unpunished, but the posterity of the righteous will be delivered. As a ring of gold in a swine's snout, so is a lovely woman who lacks discretion. 
The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is one who scatters, yet increases more, and there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich, and he who waters will also be watered himself. The people will curse him who withholds grain, but blessing will be on the head of him who sells it. He who earnestly seeks good finds favor, but trouble will come to him who seeks evil. He who trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will flourish like foliage. He who troubles his own house will inherit the wind, and the fool will be servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he who wins souls is wise. If the righteous will be recompensed on the earth, how much more the ungodly and the sinner. Friends, today I'm going to go over verse 3 of Proverb 11. And Proverb 11 verse 3 says this, The integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. Friends, what I'm going to do today is go over eight verses that have the word integrity in the verse. And what I'm going to do as we close out this week is talk about the importance of integrity. Now, I often talk about wisdom and how I want everyone to have wisdom. But if you look at these eight verses today that I'm going to go over on integrity, you will see that usually when a person has integrity, goodness of life will follow. So let's take a look at verse 3 again. The integrity of the upright will guide them. Friends, integrity is very important to me. And I allow integrity to rule my life. I try to do everything that I do with integrity in mind, believing that it is a good way to be. And I believe that goodness follows me because of my integrity. But the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. So we're going to see, I believe, in three verses today, a direct contrast between having integrity and having perversity in your life. Now let's go to our second verse, and this one we went over yesterday. In Proverbs 10, verse 9, it says this, He who walks with integrity walks securely. Now that sounds good to me. I like the thought of walking securely, but he who perverts his ways will become known. Once again, we're looking at that contrast between having integrity, 
and having perverseness. And both situations, the one who walks with integrity has something good happen to them and follow them, and the person who has a perverse nature, something negative happens to them. Now, friends, I'm working out of the Nelson Study Bible, and listen to what verse 9 of Proverbs 10 says in this commentary. It says, Many of the Proverbs contrast two paths of life. Walks with integrity means conforming to God's law as a course of life. Choosing crooked paths is willfully to disdain the guidance God so graciously provided. So ordinarily, in the book of Proverbs, usually a person who has integrity will someone who will be a follower of God and a follower of the Bible. Now let's look at Proverbs 28, verse 6. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one perverse in his ways, though he be rich. Now listen to the commentary found for verse 6. The proverb balance their words on poor and rich people. They do not assume that godliness leads to wealth or that wealthy people are necessarily godly. As this proverb points out, sometimes we must choose between doing good and getting rich. And friends, getting rich should not be our goal. Yes, it's not a bad thing to be rich, but it's more important to do good things and have integrity. Now let's go back to Proverbs 20, verse 7. The righteous man walks in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. So once again, having integrity means that something good is going to follow you. And in this particular verse, it says that if you walk in integrity, then your children are going to be blessed. I like that promise. Now, let's go to Proverbs 19, verse 1. This says, Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one who is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Now, this is the fourth time we're making the contrast between having integrity and acting perversely. Let's look at the commentary for verse 1. This proverb, one of the better than proverbs, presents a poor person in a more favorable light than a rich person. In this case, the poor person's life is marked by integrity, 
whereas the successful person has gained his wealth through cheating and deception. The book of Proverbs does not place a premium on health and wealth. It gives that honor to integrity. Now, let's leave Proverbs and go to 1 Kings and the Old Testament, chapter 9, and let's begin in verse 4. Now, this is God speaking directly to King Solomon, who wrote most of Proverbs. And in verse 4, it says, Now, if you walk before me as your father David walked, in integrity of heart and in uprightness to do according to all that I have commanded you. And if you keep my statutes and my judgments, then I will establish the throne of your kingdom over Israel forever, as I promised David your father saying, you shall not fail to have a man on the throne of Israel. Unfortunately for Solomon, even though he is probably the wisest man who ever lived, and he by far is the richest man who ever lived, he did fall away from God, and because of that, it cost Solomon dearly. Now let's go to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 12. And this says, Having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may, by your good works which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. And friends, here when they are speaking about Gentiles, they are not talking about non-Jewish people. Here they are talking about non-Christian people and those that do not follow the ways of God. And there's also a promise in this verse and what it's saying, they will speak evil against you if they know that you are a proclaimed Christian, and if you claim to be that, many people in this world are going to make fun of you, and they are going to persecute you and give you a hard time. And we're going to close with 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 16. And it says this, Having a good conscience that when they defame you as evildoers, those who revile your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed. And this goes very much hand in hand with the previous verse, is that if you claim to be a Christian, and if you want to walk in integrity, then you will do good works. And many people, when they see people doing good, doing the right thing, 
people who are evil people will make fun of you. And they'll say, oh, goody, goody, two shoes, you're doing the right thing. And they will revile you and persecute you because of that. Friends, my call to action is to have a good weekend. It's as simple as that. I want you to enjoy yourselves. I'd like for you to meditate on the verses that we went over today. And it being a Friday, I'd like for you to reread today's proverb, Proverb 11. Tomorrow is the 12th. I'd like for you to read Proverb 12. And on Sunday the 13th, I'd like for you to read Proverb 13. But I will quickly go over the verses we went over today in case you'd like to make note of them. Proverb 11.3, Proverb 10.8, Proverb 28.6, Proverb 27, Proverb 19.1, 1 Kings chapter 9, verses 4 through 6. 1 Peter chapter 2 verse 12 and 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 16. Friends, I will never end the podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to say a simple prayer after me today. Jesus I believe that you are the Son of God and that you came to earth and died on a cross to forgive the sins of all mankind, including me. I believe that you died, were buried, and on the third day you rose again from the dead. I need your help, Jesus. I recognize I'm a sinner. I invite you into my heart. I want to thank you for forgiving me of my sin, but I still would like for you to lead me and guide me in this everyday life. I want to make you my Lord and Savior. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, if you would, go to my website, Wisdom today bk.com there is a contact tab simply click on that tab there is a place for you to put your information simply give me your name there is a place for you to write commentary let me know that you repeated that prayer today and i want to thank you for giving your heart to jesus this is the most important decision you'll ever make in your life Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, have a great weekend. Go out with your spouse. Go out with your kids. Let them know how much God loves them and how much you love them. I will see you back on Monday as we further explore wisdom today.